Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How are you? Ah, man, doing great. Excited for a another big weekend slate of college football. I do want to say thank you, uh, obviously, to all the veterans out there, anybody who served, uh, anybody that's serving. Uh, again, you know, we wouldn't be able to talk about sports and, and do the things that we want to do as Americans without you guys. So I want to make sure and give a shout out. Uh, and, and also, it's the Marines' birthday today, 248. Um, you know, the the some of the best of the best. Uh, my grandfather was one of them. But uh, no, I just want to give a shout out to... Uh, Everybody who serves this country, you guys are the real MVP. Well said, Jake. And with that being said, we'll go ahead and dive into everything. Let's first start off. You know, this morning I saw both uh, Cone and Blaine's reactions mm-hmm. to the Ole Miss audio that leaked. And I felt like, you know, a couple of weeks ago this was a story, but it really didn't gain a whole lot of traction or get legs, right? But with audio being released, right, you knew there would be some conversation, some chatter. Again, I heard Cone and Blaine this morning. Where do you stand on this, this whole Lane Kiffin situation with the player suing for $40 million? Uh, Was he right? Was he wrong? Where do you fall with all this? Uh, well, first off, look, uh, you know, mental health is something that needs to be taken serious. We dealt with it in my family, with with my father and, and that situation, um, you know, have been up close and personal with it. We all go through our battles. Uh, but, but in this case, um, you know, I, I live in the real world, Chris, and I don't care if you, you host a sports show, if you're a salesman, if you're an accountant, uh, we all have bosses. Most of our bosses have bosses. And regardless of, of what's going on, if you're in a job or you're in something where you're getting paid or reimbursed or something for your services, even in college football with a scholarship, and somebody above you says, hey, I need to meet with you. You can't just tell them to shove it, right? You you can't just say, all right, hey, I need to take a couple weeks off for a mental health break. And then the person above you says, well, I need to meet with you and talk about it. And you tell them no. You shouldn't be surprised, regardless of what area of life you're in, when you go back to work after not going there for two weeks or go back to wherever, and you no longer have that position. Now, coincidentally, this mental health episode just so happened uh, to take place after he was told that he was moving from defense to offensive line and possibly to the scout team. And he asked Lane Kiffin, is that a choice that I have or is that something you're telling me I have to do? And Lane Kiffin said, well, if you don't want to do it, then you can quit or transfer. We live in one of the most free eras there's ever been in college athletics for not only getting paid for your name, image, and likeness, but being able to go where you want with no consequence. You know, I I get a little tired, Chris, when we refer to 18 to 22-year-olds as children, when we treat them like they're 8 to 12-year-olds, 
you know, it wasn't that long ago. And, and speaking about Veterans Day and, and the Marines' birthday being today, that we dropped 18-year-olds off uh, to go fight the Nazis and die in a European country. Yet you can't be expected to meet with your superior if you're going to take two weeks off. That's too much to ask. also think it's very telling that not only was this audio clip not contextual, it only gets to the part where Lane Kiffin is kind of dogging him a little bit about it, which if you've ever been a part of a team or you've ever been in a locker room or dealt with a head coach, you got it easy, bro. Like, you got it easy if you've ever heard the real things that get said. Um, but the fact that we're sitting here in an era where you can get paid for name, image, and likeness, you can be on full scholarship, yet there's no – you have the ability to just do whatever you want whenever you want. That's a horrible precedent to set if you're Lane Kiffin. It's impossible to operate under that. And number two, it's not realistic. And the job of these coaches is to mold these, these young adults, not children, these young adults – and get them ready for the real world, and sometimes tough love's needed. Could Lane Kiffin have, have kept his composure a little bit better? I guess so. Could he have not called him a few of the choice words he called him? I guess so. But sometimes it makes you better. And the best thing he could do for that kid was to be honest with him. What I find unbelievably ironic is you have one coach tell a bunch of kids who have gone in there and worked hard and haven't done anything wrong or asked for a break, hey, I'm bringing new luggage with me. You might as well transfer. I'm bringing my Louie with me. And that's cool. That's hip. That's with it. But Lane Kiffin tells a guy who took a two-week vacation because he didn't like the way it was going uh, and didn't show up, hey, you're off the team. And now all of a sudden, Lane Kiffin is Harvey Dent. I think it shows the signs of times we live in. I think weak times make soft men. And I think half the problem we have with young people is they expect all the success with none of the work. And part of a team sport and one of the greatest things that football offers up us and why it's a great teacher of life is because it's about the grind. It's about everybody going through the times that are tough together to get to the good times. Because at the end of the day, if the hard times weren't so hard, the sweet times wouldn't be so sweet. So I think it's soft, to be honest with you. 40 million? 40 million? I wouldn't give you 40 cents with that work ethic. And Jake, I love what he, what you said. You know, good times make soft men. Soft men make hard times. Hard times make, and the rest is history, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's, I think, very well said. And I agree with you. We're going to talk about this more on the show today. But uh, to your point, anybody who's ever been in a locker room before, especially if you've been part of a team, I mean, Ole Miss is good. I've, I've been on a team in college that was not good, that was losing. And you'd be blown away if you heard some of the things that uh, were yeah. said. Well, you know the it, best that, part that was... about coaching in college, Chris, compared to high school and why yeah. I have so much respect for high school coaches is I coached high school for one year, for one year. The rest was in college. I never had to worry about, once I got them on campus, mama calling me, daddy calling me, hey, little Johnny's not happy. Hey, little Timmy's not happy. He's not enjoying it. Okay, well, in college – if he's not happy, he's on scholarship, here's what you can do. You can get in the car. You can drive up here. We can have all his stuff outside the facility. Y'all can get in the car and go on together, right? In high school, it's a little bit tougher than that. But, I mean, this it's just just shows the sign of the times we live in. $40 million? You want $40 million? Dude, I mean, it's, that mental health's a real thing, dog. It, it's a real thing. Like, we are going through problems. That doesn't mean you get a two-week va free vacation then expect everything to just be rainbows and, and handshakes and smiles when you get back. It's not how life works. He did that kid a favor.
Yeah, I think the shame of it too, Jake, is that asking for $40 million for a situation like this is making a mockery of the people that actually have real issues and problems sure. and, and serious – and $40 million for, for what? For what? So I, I agree with you. Um, two other pressing matters, Jake Crane. The Big Ten preparing a notice of disciplinary action against Michigan ahead of their trip to Penn State per Heather Dinich. Um, from what I've read on social media, two people are saying – Jim Harbaugh is gonna be on that plane to Penn State. Uh, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts? Like, what What's What's the Big Ten gonna do here? Three game suspension. They're rumoring. Um, what do you expect from the Big Ten? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is, I just feel like this is such a joke. This is just absolutely ridiculous. Um but we talked about that the last time I was on here. It'll be a slap on the wrist or something. I mean, heck, at this point, Jim Harbaugh hadn't even coached half the season. So you might as well sit out another two games. If anybody's prepared to do it, it's Michigan. Who knows how he'll spin this. But the fact this has gotten to this point, and look, I get it. Tony Petiti, is a, he's a younger one of the commissioners. When he sits down with the rest of the Dons, you know like what Greg Sankey would have said if this is Alabama? He'd have been in that room like petting his cat, like with a cigar. He's like, we're not going to do nothing. We're going to do nothing to him. And the more this goes on, the more respect I have for Michigan. You want to know why? Because growing up in SEC country, and y'all can feel me on this, South Carolina fans, y'all been in the SEC long enough. Y'all get it. All we do is get get you know pointed at. All you guys care about is football. Y'all are willing to do anything. There's things that are more important. Hell, the slogan of the conference is it just means more. And come to find out, those sitting on their, their, their golden hills and their ivory towers, Chris, telling everybody else, oh, you can win and be a successful program while doing it the right way and being so inclusive and all these other things. Y'all are just as dirty as the rest of us. Y'all are just as degenerate as the rest of us. This is the same argument we had before NIL when people would be like, well, at least my school's not paying players. Yeah, yeah, they are, bud. Then there used to be an unwritten rule 
That's why nobody turned anybody in because if a kid comes and visits me and I pay him $100,000 when it's illegal to pay him or I pay him 50 grand and then he goes and visits your school and you pay him 150 grand and he commits to your school, what am I going to do? Turn him in? <laughs> Go tell the NCAA, well, they paid him 50 grand? No, no. It's the mob, man. It's the mob. And again, you're getting signals either way, whether a coach comes over whether you send in a guy before the game, whether you pick him up like Auburn did against Mississippi State halfway through the first quarter. So if the end result is you get the signs, and we all know for years people have been stealing each other's signs, and it's how you adjust after it, if it all ends with the same outcome, then what's the difference? What's the big deal? It's this. It's so sad. We're talking about this in the middle of, of what has been one of the best college football seasons so far with as many teams as I can possibly remember that can win it on the verge of going to a 12-team playoff. We should be having incredible conversations about what it's going to come down to in the Final Four and some of these great matchups. But no, what are we doing? We're having the NCAA just whisper to guys at Yahoo Sports and around the country, hey, we don't have any evidence, but but tell them this, tell them this. Then all of a sudden, Tony Petiti, the new commissioner of the Big Ten, gets all nervous because he doesn't want to look like he's, you know, the, the getting strung along by the puppets. It'll be a slap on the wrist. This is an absolute joke, uh, and it's laughable we're still talking about this. On the, on the eve of Michigan versus Penn State, I'm having to talk about stealing signs and suspensions. <laughs> this isn't the Astros, dog. We're not beating on trash cans with electronic devices telling us, that, hey, they're throwing it to this guy. It's not how that works. Jake, too, the irony that you mentioned of any college fan base being this holier-than-thou approach. Oh, it's or turn it, turn it, Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it, and it happens everywhere, right? I mean, but I, I had in-depth conversations with the late, great Brad Lawing, who coached at South Carolina, coached at Florida, coached at Michigan State under Nick Saban. Like, this dude's been around the block, coached some big-time football. But uh, he was just telling me stories I mean, back in the 90s when, you know, one of his stints was at South Carolina, I think, from like 92 to 98 or something. He was telling me the stories, the recruiting stories. Heck, he told me a story about uh, when they were recruiting, I think maybe it was Travian Robertson or, or maybe it was Pharaoh Coop or somebody. Either way, a recruiting battle he had head-to-head -head with Billy Napier when he was at Clemson and that, you know, they would catch each – it was Kelsey Quarles, the D lineman. Either way, doesn't matter the player. But they would, you know, he he caught Billy Napier and caught another coach, like, visiting with a player when he wasn't supposed to. And there was just kind of like this unwritten rule of, like, all right, like, we're both doing what we need to do, but yeah. you don't piss in my yard, I won't piss in your well, yard. It's all fair, right? It's right. all fair. It's right. all fair to the to the to the but may the best man win. But this right, is right. again in the arms race, there's so much money that's involved in college football, and the pressure to win is so high. Just like anything, you are gonna find every crease, every avenue, every available option to put your team ahead. How, what's the best way to do that? Get the best players. Now, I again there are rules that can't be broken, right? There are some rules that shouldn't be broken, but this this ain't one of them. And I like the point you made too, Jake, whether it was last week or on your show, where it's like, be careful <laughs> throwing stones yeah. in the glass house at Michigan well, you, and you piling You heard what on. Cone said, right? What, what Michigan did with the meeting with no. the Big Ten. So apparently Michigan has, been, has this like break-if-emergency binder of things other teams have done, including stealing their signals mm. like Purdue, Illinois, all the way down the list. They brought that to the meeting. They're like, okay. We're not saying this didn't happen, but look at what else is happening. Here's here's they they went Donnie Brasco on them. 
who who can tattletale more? That's kind of what it turns into. Yo, how snitches, man. Hey, love it. Love it. Everybody's playing the role of uh what what's the rapper's name? Six nine, right? Just whatever. Keep me out of jail. Yeah, God, that um, sucked. <laughs> you mentioned the, the the rankings and how many teams can win it, Jake. Obviously, college ball playoff rankings. They don't mean a ton right now, but your thoughts, top six, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington and Oregon at five, six. Then you got I think it's Texas and Bama at seven, eight. Uh, I thought Greg McElroy made some really good points about resume and who Oregon's played versus who Texas has played, who Bama's played. But your overall thoughts on, on the college football playoff rankings, I mean, is it something you start paying attention to right now or are you going to give that a couple weeks? Well, it's look, it, it typically works itself out. Uh, even in a crazy year like this year, it'll probably work itself out. But I just, I'm, I'm almost done paying attention to it. Like, I have to talk about it because obviously it's a big deal and it's, it's a big part of our show. And, and, you know, we have a huge college football fan base an audience, but I, I'm so sick of the committee, like trying to tell me like there's, they're doing anything other than just trying to appease as many people as possible. Like I, it, I, I get, it doesn't all just need to be one thing, right? You, you want it to be a mul multitude of things, but it still has to make sense. Like you can't sit here and tell me Ohio state is number one in the country because of what they've done this year, because of their resume, the reason they're in front of Georgia and Michigan is because of their resume and what they've done this year. And then Florida State's number four. I yeah. I, I don't understand that. You can't tell me that. You you can't tell me that head-to-head -head also is a huge deal, and it matters when teams with even records who both lost once in the last three weeks, one to the other one, how Texas is in front of was in front of Oklahoma when they both had one loss. That makes absolutely no sense. You can't tell me that being undefeated matters more than anything and then put Tulane, who's seven and one, over James Madison, who's eight and zero. Oh. So it's all contradictory. They try to appease, appease as many people as possible. I'm sick of of athletic directors being on this. We need to have people who understand what's going on, who actually watch all the games, not guys that were just lawyers in college and now they're athletic directors. And so since they're the athletic director, they know what needs to happen. It needs to be pretty simple. There's one overarching criteria, right? Whether that strength of schedule whether that's you want to put it in some whole resume ranking that, that a computer shoots out that adds all those things, which you already have, that's great. It needs to be that and a blend of the eye test. But what it can't be is contradictory all the way throughout. There may be one or two instances, like having Oregon in front of Texas and Alabama. We That's probably the biggest knock that I have on our rankings. We did collectively between us three. That's where we had our most heated argument. But you can say that Oregon does return a lot from what they had last year. The same reason that we have Michigan where we have them is because while Michigan hadn't played the toughest schedule this year, I've watched this group of core, core players play for the last two years. They've made the playoff the last two years. This offensive line that added two All-Americans to it that I've seen play at the Division One level, a quarterback in J.J. McCarthy and running backs that are returning, a defense that I know most of the guys that are returning and what they can do because I've seen it and they've lost multiple ways. So uh, it just... There's no point in even having the rankings right now if there's not going to be any uniformity to it or consistency. Uh, I just think it's a bunch of old rich people sitting in a room seeing how many asses they can kiss and how little people they can piss off. Take that statement and apply it to a lot of different things throughout the world, Jake. I'll leave it it's at amazing, that. It's amazing, right? <laughs> how it always ends up like this. Yeah, that's what it all kind of funnels down into. That's That's it. Um, Jake, to on the field, let's talk a little football. South Carolina, a win is a win is a win. They beat Jacksonville State, a team that had lost four in a row. Um, granted, I, I left that game very dejected. Felt like I just watched a loss, I know, but either I was way. with you during the game. Right, right. I mean, a win is a win is a win. It, I guess you just take them where you can get them when you're three and six. Uh, 
Auburn just played Vanderbilt, and Auburn's not an explosive offense. That's not a hot take, and seemed like they went up and down the field on them. And by the way, I totally owned the uh, – I, I picked Vanderbilt in the Oh, you did. The you did I, pick Vanderbilt I, over the we, summer, Chris. And then we got, then we got to the week that. of the game, and I was like, you know what? It's already out there. It's already done. And uh, Auburn Twitter was in my mentions on Saturday yet again, which I oh, appreciate. I bet they that were. Was, that was a lot of fun. They were going back to the graphic over the summer, like, Hey, buddy. Oh, dude, what look, about this one? Nobody keeps a grudge like Auburn, dude. <laughs> nobody. Like, they'll remember 100 it. years from now. Like, literally yeah. at your funeral, there'll be somebody just gets remember up Remember that guy? Like, I remember the time, Chris, big Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, so, what did you what did you see from Vandy? I mean, obviously, South Carolina is a team that has their own slew of issues, but Gamecocks going for their 15th straight win over Vandy in this series. What did you see from Vanderbilt that you're – you know, you, you look at the game tomorrow, does it favor South Carolina Gamecocks yet again, two touchdown favorites? Yeah, same thing I saw when they played Hawaii. They're bad at football. Outside of Will <laughs> Shepard, Vanderbilt's bad at football. I don't care what anybody says, however they try to convince you. Um, this offensive line is awful. Uh, and, and then you look, I mean, it's kind of the point now where I don't care how good you are on defense. Eventually, when you realize, it's the, realize the offense is awful, it just takes a little bit out of you every day. And it's, it's look, Vanderbilt's trying to get to graduation. Those guys are trying to get that degree at this point. I mean, let's be honest. No, they're just not a good football team. And it's, it's you know, it's unfortunate because I, I do like Clark Lee. Um, and and there was a lot of talk in the offseason about Vanderbilt, you know, being more of a, a consistent um, power, uh, or not power, but being a more consistent player uh, in the SEC that contends a little bit more or has a chance to win a couple more games. But this is as bad as a team as I can remember. They struggle to throw the ball. Uh, they'll make South Carolina's defense look a lot better this weekend. That, that They'll look a lot better this weekend. You'll be leaving the stadium feeling pretty good about it. They, Ken Seals is really their best hope at quarterback um, at this at this point. Uh, the lefty, he just, I mean, he's from the state of Alabama. He's an Alabama kid. I mean, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a helicopter in the ocean. Um, so no, South Carolina, I love it. I love to buy it down minus 13 and a half Gamecocks. I think they're going to roll. Uh, I think Jacksonville state was a whole hell of a lot harder matchup than Vanderbilt is. Uh, and it just is what it is, man. And, um, at this point, you know, if we're, if we're going to bring in Texas and Oklahoma, like, can we, can we put somebody on the trading block? Can we get Vanny? Why do we pretend that academics matters? Why do we keep doing this? Like, I'll ever like, no, don't get rid of Vandy. Cause academics matters. Do you, do you how many people would really be like, nope. Not watching SEC anymore now that uh, that Vandy's out and academics says because that's why I watched. That's definitely why I watched LSU versus Alabama last week because of academics. Definitely for sure. Jake, I think you're going to get a lot of pushback though from the folks in Columbia if you try to trade Vandy out because that that's typically the auto one win per auto win. That's an auto win. So oh, I can you might get some that. You, you might get some pushback on that. I'm I just might get pushback from all other 19 teams in the league now. <laughs> Indeed. Looking at the Week 11 slate, Jake, let's go right to the big one. Ole Miss in Georgia. This is a night game at Sanford Stadium. College game day is in town. What are you most looking forward to this one? Can Lane Kiffin and company give the dogs enough headaches to make this thing a fourth-quarter game or maybe even pull the upset? Well, you know, I do think this Ole Miss team is, is built a little bit different than than some of the some of the Ole Miss teams we've seen in the past that have had success. You know, typically they're high-flying on offense, defense just holding on by the seat of their pants. See if they can outscore you. It'll be fun. Let's go really fast. This whole Miss team, I think, is more physical uh, and and more balanced than they've had in a while. I, I think you know Pete Golding's brought a little bit of of calm to that defense, a little bit of an edge too uh, in into what he brings and his ability to mix it up and understanding who he's going against in the conference. I think they're deeper in the front seven on the defensive line than they've been in a while. Um, but having said that, you know this Georgia team. The scariest thing about them, and I'll continue to say, is that that they're a very old young team. They're a team that that is developing while they're winning. 
Uh, they're very mature. They don't get too high. They don't get too low. I've not seen them panic yet, even in first halves where they've struggled. And that's where George has really struggled in the first half. Then in the second half, you know, that G stands for gravity here as of late. And they just keep pushing on you and pushing on you. Uh, and I think Carson Beck, it goes to show you that guys who bide their time, who get a lot of experience within the program, going through practices, uh, and, and then getting a chance to go out there and shine, uh, it gets you the most ready. That's why red shirts, you know, sometimes the best thing that can happen to you. Um, looking though, schematically where Georgia has had, you know, quote unquote trouble been pretty good on defense this year, uh, quote unquote trouble against the run is teams that have quarterbacks that can press the perimeter right in the run game, uh, because they're able to spread you out and then attack you vertically. Ole Miss is very good laterally and vertically in the run game. And, and, and it's a huge weapon for them. And Jackson Dart, I think has done a good job of limiting the turnovers that he's had while the while the the play when the play breaks down or improvisationally not throwing the intermediate defender, defenders when he scrambles and Ole Miss is top five in the country in not turning the ball over the top ten in sacks defensively top five in not turning the ball over offensively that's a pretty good combination I think what you're going to see is Ole Miss is going to hang around I would not be shocked if it was tight in the, at the end of the first half or Ole Miss is even winning but Georgia's going to do what Georgia does they're going to make their adjustments. And in the second half, they're going to win. But I like Ole Miss to cover the 10 and a half. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, SP or SUP, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps. And you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it. Whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. 
Don't you feel like though, Jake? At some point, like that—that's playing with fire. Like that's a recipe for disaster. It, for it, I, I mean, mean it's it, going it to bite him. You got to think it's going to bite him at some point if you play. Well, that you got to think is Carson Beck going to come down to earth one of these games? Like, is he going to have one of these games where it just? I mean, even the best quarterbacks with the most experience, they have them. Um, at some point, is somebody going to force him to do that? But I, I think the great equalizer, Chris, is Georgia has one of the best offensive lines in the country, especially when it comes to pass protection. I mean, you have a guy that's willing to throw the check down, a guy that's got plenty of security blankets, even without Brock Bowers, a guy that's got a solid run game, that's deep at the tight end position. There's a reason Georgia's number one in the country on third down on offense and on defense. It's because he has plenty of time to throw the ball, and they're the most efficient offense in the country. Georgia's had a third and 12 twice this season. Twice, that's it. It's incredible. So a team that stays on schedule, a team that a quarterback that's not a that understands you'll never go broke making a profit, that's a hard team to put in a bad situation. You think maybe the math will end up working out on it? We'll see. Uh, I just don't trust Ole Miss in the second half. Now, Jake, a game that's sort of flying under the radar, it's certainly not going to determine the SEC West champion, but the Auburn Tigers going to Fayetteville to take on Arkansas, four o'clock kick on SEC Network. Arkansas, a team all of a sudden got their first SEC win. It's crazy what happens when you fire a deficient coordinator and just kind of let the thing hang out and see what happens. And KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders get loose and you pull off a big win. Uh, Auburn obviously coming off the Vandy win. What are your thoughts on this one? Again, this isn't like the headliner matchup, but I think this could be a really, really fun game. Uh, yeah, I mean, flip a coin. I bet this is one. Like, yeah. if anybody tells you that they know exactly what's going to happen in this game, call the By the FBI. way, I, I'm, I'm taking Auburn on the road this week. I, I, I think I'm paying my debts back to Auburn people. So, Look, I mean, who who knows? 50-50, Chris. Um, look, I, I, I think there is something to Kenny Guyton, obviously coming in and, and putting the ball in the best player's hands. I mean, I don't think that's, you know, a crazy formula. I think Dan Enos was trying to take some hits off of KJ and off rocket to get him through the year and ended up costing him his job. Uh, what a horrible loss by Billy Napier in Florida too, by the way, just a really bad loss. And I keep telling Arkansas fans, was this the best thing that could have happened to you guys? I mean, does this just delay the inevitable? Uh, we'll, we'll see down the road, but look, I don't trust Peyton Thorne yet on the road against a team with a pulse in an environment with a pulse. I mean, he went out to Cal and looked flustered. Going to Vanderbilt, I mean, there were more Auburn fans there than there were Vanderbilt fans. So Arkansas, after that win, I'm sure they're going to be fired up. You know, Fayetteville's got a lot of pride. They're going to show up, show out. Uh, I, I just still don't trust Peyton Thorne enough on the road against teams with a pulse. And I think Auburn can get there in the pass rush. I just don't think get K.J. Jefferson down. I mean, he's a he's a... You know, he's a moving mobile home. I mean, how do you tackle a mobile home that's going down the highway? I mean, you just throw bodies at it. Um, so, look, I, I think Arkansas wins this game, but betting this, not touching, not touching at all. Jake, forgive me. I'm just humored by it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm humored by the thought of we don't trust our quarterback in road games yet. It is November the 10th, my friend. So that, that ship is yeah, probably, year four. probably long year sailed. Four. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably no, uh, you know, there, there's no trusting him at that point. It's, it, yeah, it is Dear Michael it is. Pratt. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jake. <laughs> uh, speaking of gambling, Tennessee, Mizzou, this one basically coin flip mm. as well. I like the over. Um, what, what are you looking at in this ballgame? You know, Luther Burton's health is obviously a big deal. Uh, Missouri's pass defense is, is very deficient, but I'm still in, and you know, they've protected Joe Milton. Tennessee is 75th in the country and passes attempted per game. And a lot of that's because they got a great run game. You're, you're able to protect them. I mean, if you look 
think Joe Milton's got 15 touchdowns, four interceptions. Hasn't been exceptional. I think in the first half against Alabama, he was incredible. Uh, and then, you know, he, they put the invisibility cloak on the second half, just absolutely, you know, disappeared for a while. But I think Missouri just finds a way, man. I think this is a good team. This is a Missouri team that went on the road and beat Kentucky without Luther Burden going off. I like their run game. I like Schrader a lot. I think this offensive line's overperforming. Brady Cook's dual threat ability is still sneaky as a runner. And then you have Weiss Jr. and guys that can make plays on the outside. Tennessee's been a little bit Jekyll and Hyde on the road uh, and not just halves-wise. I mean, you remember going down to Florida and the way they looked. I think Joe Milton makes a couple big mistakes this game. I, I like Missouri. I think they're still the underdog. I think they're a minus 102 or something last time I saw it as opposed to Tennessee being minus 115. I think they're a plus one and a half, something like that. But no, I like Missouri money line. Jake, is LSU-Florida a rivalry in your mind? No. No. They no. consider it one, I think. I think, I think a lot LSU of folks- considers everybody a rivalry because they don't have an in-state rival. That's what happens. <laughs> like that's you got to consider everybody a rivalry, right? Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from Auburn. It's Alabama. Y- y'all from uh, South Carolina fans. It's Clemson, right? You're in the same state. LSU. It's too late. Louisiana Tech. Nichols. No, LSU's got a rivalry <laughs> with everybody because they have a rivalry with no one. That's fair enough. Uh, do you give the Gators any shot in Baton Rouge? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because LSU's defense is god-awful. Which Florida team is going to show up? I mean, Billy, speaking about Jekyll and Hyde, and look, I I know. They've been so up and down, to your point. Roller roller coaster. Roller coaster. They hate prosperity. They hate prosperity. Can't stand it. I just think LSU, Jaden Daniels is going to play. Uh, It's looking like that they got the best offense in the country. How much of a shame was it that Jaden Daniels went out in that Bama game? Because we were robbed of such a great finish. That was going to be such a great finish to that game. Those two quarterbacks, it was that that was incredible football. I know I'm asking you about every game, basically, Jake, but really quickly, Bama, Kentucky. Do you feel like that's a weird spread in that game? What's it at 10 right now? Which just it, that feels like low. That feels kind of low, does it not? Well, I I, I think I, I think Kentucky. I, I feel like, like people, not to cut you off, but I feel like people kind of sold their stock on Kentucky a couple weeks ago. Maybe, so well, maybe when that, everybody's looking at Georgia, Kentucky, Georgia, they're like, Kentucky's yeah. going to win. Kentucky, that was the worst matchup for Kentucky possible. Yeah. Kentucky's a box run team. They're a power, a counter, a gap scheme run team. They'll do some zone stuff, but Devin Leary's not going to keep the ball and run it. Like they're a traditional run team that builds it off play action. I think they play action like 33% of the time, which maybe tops in the league. That's what Liam Cohen does, and he pre-snap motions you to find out what coverage you're in and how much movement you're getting. That's what he does. Kentucky is not built to run into the teeth of Georgia. Kentucky is not built to run into the teeth of Alabama. Devin Leary's played a couple good games here lately. Don't trust him. Don't trust him without a run game. Alabama's defense is really good. I think Alabama, and I don't think Kentucky, and now Saban comes out and says, well, I guess we're going to tailor the game plan to Jalen Milrow's strengths now. Well, then everybody's in trouble, including Kentucky, uh, I like Bama big in this one. I big, big. And speaking of Kentucky's playing style, Jake, what I'm not looking forward to, looking way too far ahead, is what mm. Ray Davis might do to the South Carolina defense. He might go for three bills. I'll Here's the thing. Like, am I going to get brought back on when y'all go five and seven? Like, is it, or is it just my yeah, time? Yeah, for sure. End? No, dude, yeah. Are you kidding okay. me? Come on. You know No, me. no, no. I'm just saying. There's a lot of, uh, uh, lot of hate earlier in the year. Don't think I forgot. I – Listen, I, I respect the man that keeps the receipts. I respect it. Um, the rest of the slate, obviously, headline, Jake, Michigan and Penn State, the big noon kickoff. Uh, what else are you excited about on this uh, Saturday? Florida State-Miami, still a really fun rivalry. Utah-Washington, oh, yeah. um, 
what else are you looking forward to? Uh, Oregon State, Stanford, if you just want to have some fun. I don't Look, know. yeah, I think Washington, Utah, I, while I don't think Utah's going to be able to score enough points, it's it's going to be going to be fun anytime Penix gets out there. Can't wait to watch Oregon score 80 on USC. That's going to be incredible <laughs> to watch. I'll tell you what, honestly. The 10-30 kick. Yeah, that's going to be a murder. Oh, God. It was Dan Lanning and Bo Nix in the library with a rope. Um, uh, also, uh, Quinn Ewers. I want to see how healthy he looks. Uh, kind of what Steve puts on him on the road in TCU. That should be an interesting game. There's great games throughout the whole slate, man. Um, it's just all over the country, from the West Coast to the ACC. Duke, North Carolina. Don't think Riley Leonard's going to play. Obviously, North Carolina's kind of falling off a cliff. Louisville, do- Louisville dodged a bullet last night. Woo! Keanu Reeves that bullet last night against Virginia. Virginia's been like sneaky. They like have. they sn- jumped up and bit North Carolina. Uh, they've been in some games that I don't think they're going to be in. Maybe this Tony Elliott situation is going to work out after all. It was Virginia that lost to JMU in week two, right? Wasn't uh, that James that Madison's a whack. Yes, yeah. And so, and so I think after that, I'm like, oh, they lost to James Madison. They're just got off when it's like actually JMU. James w- just- Madison and Liberty are just covering <laughs> machines. <laughs> it's like actually. Actually, and don't kid us, Jake. I know you're most looking forward to South Carolina Vandy at noon. That's going to be just a thriller. Murder, thriller. murder. They wrote <laughs> worse than Jacksonville State. I've, you guys- I've got a, I've got a 17 point win. And to be fair, like I only had a 10 point win or 11 Good, point win against Jacksonville State. South Carolina I think JSU would wax Vanderbilt. I truly, they would. They truly. would. Here's yeah. the thing: who's going to make the mistake and hire Rich Rod? Who's going to do it? Somebody's going to do you it. You know, it's going to happen. Hey, by the way, I got to tell you, did you see on social the parlay my wife hit? It, I, I saw the amount. I didn't see the actual game. Bro. Though. What was it, for like 5K? 56. Uh, we bet $13 to win 5,600 bucks on an NFL anytime touchdown score. She picked seven. Seven players that had to score a touchdown the same day. Bro, I watched it from start to finish. She picked two in the same game twice. Right? We're going in the Eagles game, last game of the night. She hit Nico Collins, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper caught a tip pass. Man, somebody else scored. Uh, and and she had Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. And I'm looking at the whole time, like after five and seven. I'm like, this, babe, like these aren't going to hit. This is a great, great story. It's going to be funny on the show. Jalen Hurts, cute quarterback, sneaks in the first half, first drive of the second half. Here we go. Devontae Smith's on the outside. I saw him look at him and knew it was single coverage. Dog, he threw that ball in the end zone. My animals thought there was like a terrorist attack going on in the house. <laughs> like they went nuts. Can't believe it. Then you want to know how it works? I, I asked her, I was like, all right, honey. All right, honey. So you're hot. Who are you taking anytime touchdown score um, for the Bills Bengals? And she looks at me and goes, give me CD Lamb. That's how just how to know nothing. Know nothing and you win it. That's how you hit it. <laughs> Speaking of gambling, Jake, and, and that's. Mm. That story, it's funny. That's that's what will inspire someone to be like, gambling's the greatest. It's like golf when you hit one good shot. It's like, this game's so easy. It's like, no, it's really not. Yeah. Um, your best plays of the weekend, what, what do you got? I know you got a full car. Also, by the way, college basketball season has begun. I, I know it, you know, co- football is king. That's what we're all going to focus on and talk about. But, I mean, do you start diving into college basketball betting right now? Or do you oh, stick dude, with the I'm already stuff? I'm already six feet underwater right now. Okay. Just swimming right. down to the bottom just to see what's swimming Take around. Take all your winnings from football and just blow it all on basketball. <laughs> dude, I, I enjoy betting college basketball. Yeah. Um, the only thing is I don't know what a foul is. I don't think anybody knows what a foul is really in college basketball, regardless of what they lie to you or whatever Jay Billis wants to say. Um, no, some plays that, that I love this weekend. Michigan, Penn State under, yes. Got it at 46. It's at 45 right now. Can't wait to watch Penn State get close in a low-scoring game and lose. 
man, it's going to be great seeing that movie for the 35th time. Rutgers, Iowa, under 28 and a half. Put it down to 18 and a half. Dare me to do it. I'll take the under there as well. I like Georgia State. Minus two and a half at home against App. App doesn't travel well. Georgia State's got a quarterback that, that's pretty witchy, can run the ball really well. Um, like I said, I'm not I, Oregon TTP over 46 and a half at like minus 120. Are you serious? Please. I mean, it's, it's like John Dillinger robbing a bank back then with no security. It's unbelievably easy. Just give me the money. I'm getting out of here. Uh, I think that's one to look at. And then, man, you know, God, I really like BYU money line against Iowa State. It's like plus 260 at home. They're plus eight. I'm telling you, it's tough to go win at a school that's based off of religion, man. Like it's tough. I'm just telling you. I love it. Those all sound like winners, Jake. Those all sound like because they throw are. The, Chris. Throw, throw in the minus thirteen and a half in Columbia, and oh know, yeah, yeah. For, I, but I already yeah. said that one. Y'all know no, that. Yeah, 13, you got that. Don't one. take it at fourteen. Don't be that person. It's a horrible number. There you have it, Jake Crane of Crane and Company. Jake, you guys do a great job, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll do it again next weekend, man. Looking forward or next week. Looking forward to a fun weekend of college ball. Who do you guys have on the show tomorrow? Uh, we got Mike Golick Jr. We're actually releasing it this afternoon. He's okay. our special guest picker. Talk to him a little bit about Marcus Freeman, maybe being on the hot seat next year. Some wow. Notre Dame fans that are kind of over how good looking he is and just want him to win big games. <laughs> that's why they, that's why Brian, they uh, didn't like Brian Kelly, even though he won a ton of games, but, uh, no, I mean, yeah, just check us out. YouTube's easiest way. It's crane and company, C-R-A-I-N and company. You can come watch John Edward Kruger, just be a downer every day in the chat. That's always <laughs> great. Nobody wakes up more pissed off than that guy. Nobody. Jake, last thing, by the way, side note, because you bring up Notre Dame, how different – it's funny, like on a week-in, week-out basis, I feel like the – the what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. The, the the way I view the Palmetto Bowl, South Carolina Clemson, it changes because, again, which version of which teams are you going to get? The game's in well, Columbia. But, I mean, that was a like, huge I, win I for Clemson. Like I, I feel like I know more about the South Carolina team I'm going to get than the Clemson team. I mean, I made more money – Betting on Clemson when everybody just wrote him off for dead. Like everybody picked Syracuse to beat him after they lost to Florida State. Mm. Everybody picked Notre Dame to beat him when they when uh, uh when Clemson lost and then Clemson beat him home. It's just I, and that's what happens. I think when you have a young quarterback, but but there's a lot of stuff going on at Clemson. It's just it's mm. weird, man. They're, they're like the guy from Split. Like one minute they're like a nine year old, the other minute they're like a sixty year old British woman who went through World War II. It's just weird. And if they finish the season undefeated, I think Tyler from Spartanburg has got to be the MVP. Like, why is he not in the staff? I mean, let the man call a couple plays. <laughs> Worked better Indeed. than Garrett. In, yeah, I mean, hey, no, no debate there. Dude, Dabo hey, just comes off, man. Some just, I don't know. Off. Some just yeah. doesn't sit right. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. It's just like the guy, sometimes I feel like you see kind of maybe who Dabo really is. Like, he doesn't want you to see. Like, I don't know, man. It's just... Something like from thousands of years of the human beings evolving this planet, whatever happened. Something just rubs me the wrong way. But maybe it's the way he runs down that hill. I don't know. Full sprint. I, and Chris, that, that, if he that, ever ate it, he'd have to retire. There's no I way. Mean, Not in the yeah. social media age, you'd never survive. Yeah. Every recruiting visit, if I'm Shane Beamer, I'd go on. It was with Clemson. I would just have a poster of Dabo like, or, or like a video of him falling down the hill. I'd be like, look, you believe in this? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Any more? And, and to that point, Jake, it's for Shane Beamer and Dabo Sweeney. Like, I, I would put the state of South Carolina and the two coaches that run the major schools up against any coaches for just like, there are not more daily storylines off of things they say than the Pat Dude, State. Y'all have all the, da- the the daily headlines for coaches and all the politicians. Like, every time I watch a debate, everybody's from South Carolina. <laughs> I don't know, man. Something's in the water. Something's in the water. Jake Crane at Crane & Company. Jake, I appreciate you, man. We'll do it again next week. All right, brother. See you.